Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So I got a weird, strange question to ask you and everybody else. Sweet Jesus, please don't. <laughs> Why are dogs' noses colored? Why is your nose colored? It's not. It's the same color as the rest of my skin. Is it? Is right here the same color yes. as your schnoz? Yeah, it is. Except this is tanned and this isn't because it's covered 99.974% of the time. Now, once I lose this gut and I can wear a tank top, then this will be just as brown as this. You're going to wear tank tops? Yes, I'm going to be shredded like Jack LaLanne. One, I don't know who that is. Two, why would you wear a douchey tank top even if you're shredded? It's not douchey to show your muscles. No, but it's douchey to wear a tank top. That's how you show your muscles, dingus. And you wear a shirt that says... The only reason I can wear this shirt is because I have muscles. You don't know what to say to that. I just you don't know what to say to that. You know you don't know what to say I to that. So you don't know what to say to that. So don't walk next to me. I don't care. I don't care. Don't walk next to me. Can I assist so, you, Cat? But that's the question. Why are a dog's nose colored? Because they can be. But why? Like, why are some... Most of them are black. The majority. Because they're not made out of the same kind of skin as the rest of their skin. But why does that automatically mean they have to be black noses or pink noses? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe it's just how they Anytime you're starting a sentence, you're starting with maybe, and that kind of leaves options. And that's the problem. Well, I don't fucking know why their nose is black. You're literally asking me a question that I don't have an answer to. What do you expect why are from you me? Trying to give an answer for Fine, I'll that. Just be quiet. You can just. Why ramble. don't you just say I don't know why? And I already said that. Of, then we can surmise why. I already said that like seventeen times. Okay, well then it's my turn to surmise why. Maybe they have a black nose because that's the skin that's out in the sun the most, and so it's less likely to burn when it's black like that. Okay. Maybe it's one idea. What's one of your ideas? I already gave you my ideas. So repeat it. You wrote them off. Repeat one. Said they Just were ridiculous. One. Just one. Repeat one. I said because it's a different type of skin than the rest of their body, and that's why it's a different color. And then I asked, why is the fact that it's a different type of skin mean it's a different color? My feet and my palms and my hands are a different type of skin than the rest, but they're the but same color. But it's still all skin. You can but graft it from one spot to another, and it's still the same type of organ. And you just said the same thing. You said, oh, maybe it's a different type of skin. Wasn't well, it still all skin? I don't think it's all skin with a dog. Why not? You forget. You're not the same species as the dog, genius. Are you sure? Yogi, are we the same species, man? He says no. He says I'm an idiot. <laughs> you sure? Thanks. He says, uh, he's sure, I'm an idiot. You know what I always think is he's cute, He's not though? sure about the species. Shut up a second. <laughs> you know what I always think is cute, though? When you never dogs... think I'm cute. When dogs... <sighs> I never knew a dog could do that. 
when dogs' noses are spotted like their skin is, so they have like black spots and pink spots. Like a Dalmatian. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Or, or, what is it called? Is it an English setter that's kind of like reddish, kind of brownish red and white, like a rust color, right? With like Mm -hmm. lighter spots, right? It's not like an English setter or an English spaniel or something like that. That kind of dog, that kind of dog is beautiful because it's got dark colored spots and then lighter spots and then big spots and then small, tiny spots. Then if you really start to think about it, Yogi's little gums... And the inside of his mouth? They're multicolored. But his gums are black like his nose. No, they're pink. No. Oh, I sorry. I mean his lips are black like his nose. Yes, his lips are black like his nose. I meant lips. He has gorilla lips. Yogi has gorilla lips. They look just like a gorilla only miniature. They do. Have you ever taken a good look at him? I have. Well, his nose He tries to lick my face 24-7, so. His nose looks just like a gorilla nose except black. Maybe he's a mixture of gorilla and something else to become dog. Maybe he's a gorilla cat. (laughs) (laughs) A gorilla cat. Hey, and that leads us to the real topic. Just struck me. We're talking about gorilla cats. You scared the poo out of me with your Facebook post about the person who thought their dog was killed by a coyote only to find out by actual visual evidence the guy sat out all night and watched and it was some kind of giant bobcat bobcat mountain lion that is scary shit to think that there's a freaking cougar walking down holder they said the post said if you read it all the way through that they often see large cats walking up and down the channels the yeah, riverbed. I read that. Now, now, just take a moment and think about a topic we've talked about 17 million times. The homeless people who were living in the riverbed. Can you imagine? You're just like snoozing away in your little tent and all of a sudden... Yeah. And there's like claws of fury coming at your face from above and you're just like, well, this was a fun night. Yeah, Exactly. That's why you'd have a baseball bat there to help defend yourself. Well, and I don't feel like I. Okay, so you know, my parents' dogs got absolutely super assaulted by a cougar when I was yes, like fourteen, and like if there hadn't have been two of them, and if they hadn't have been like an eighty pound and a hundred and ten pound dog, they would not have survived that. Yeah, they barely survived it as is. Yeah, and they had to work in unison. Yeah. It's because they were a pack. Yeah. But um, city dogs? Yeah. Yogi doesn't have a pack. No. We're his pack. Exactly. Alyssa and Mitchell, you and me, we're his pack. I'm sure if we were all together, we could fend off a lion from the mountains, but still. But the point is... Right. His pack is a bunch of humans. Right. Who we don't even have the capabilities another dog would have. And, like, usually... Usually, your fear is that, like, your specific fear has been that we're going to be walking the dog by the college, that coyote's going to come out of the college, and it's going to try to grab the yug dog, and we're going to have to kick it in the head. Yes. But if it was if it was you and the dog, or me and the dog, the dog would be fine. We would be able to protect the dog from a coyote. Yeah. But from a cougar, I don't think one of us could protect yeah. the dog or ourselves yeah. from, like, a Jesus big version of the pretty girl. Exactly. Like, how the hell? 
I know. That's scary shit. I'm that very, makes me not want to go outside at night. I'm very glad we don't live near those channels because I don't feel like those big cats leave them very often. Like, they don't venture too far. They may leave them, but I think I'm with you there. They probably, you know how like a single block will have a house of homes next to the bed and then a house of homes across the street? Yeah. A group of homes, rather? I bet you they only go to the, that one row right there. That's as far as they'll go. Because too much further than that, they can get caught. They're scary. They're scary. Very scary. And they hunt you from above. Yes. Well, I told you about the woman that we both met who was running out in Corona and the mountain lion was running above her and she didn't know what was going pacing on. Her. She's lucky. Yep. I mean, it's a trip. I wonder what it was about her. Maybe she wasn't afraid you know of what? it. Maybe she lacked completely lacked so much fear at all. Like no fear. Like the perfect wipe slate clean of fear that it thought, wow, I must be wrong. It must be another uh, another mountain lion if it's not afraid of me. Cool. Just let it go. You know? Like, mm-hmm. for some reason, it grasped that, crap, that can't be my prey because it's not even afraid of me. And it right. kind of backed off and let it alone. Either that or it smelled something better. It's just, well, yeah, but it's just weird. Mm-hmm. And she should realize how lucky she is to be alive after that. That's like... Right. I... <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's pretty severe. That is the other wild animal that I am deathly afraid of. You can keep your sharks, and I will be terrified over here with my bears and cougars. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the sharks do scare the... Oh, the sharks scare the hell out of me. Oh. That Michael Phelps with the shark thing. Ooh. God, that scared the hell out of me. Still gives me nightmares <laughs> to this day. I see the sharks now. Clonk, clonk, clonk. Oh, my God. I hate sharks. But, but, I have to admit something, you know, I've always liked dogs because it's what I've always been around. Like, my mom wasn't a cat person, you know. My brother had cats, and that's kind of my only exposure to cats, but... You said be his like, cats were assholes. It'd be like if you were to come here and feed the pretty girl. Do you really think that if you saw her once every six months for a couple of nights, that she's going to come out and hang out with you? No. Hell no. But Yogi would. Yeah. Because he's a dog. So... You know, my brother had cats and, you know, never really got to know the cats, but I knew the dogs. Then we had three cats all at one time. We took them all from the pound all in one day. Three cats. You did? Yep. Me and me and the ex. Interesting. We took them all. And there was Seymour. There was Tabitha. And there was, oh shit, what was the other fucking? Gidget. White cat. Gidget. Then. What a name. And then um, she was cute. And it was one of those things where she was already named at the pound and was answering to the name at the pound. Mm -hmm. So we were like, you know what? It's an okay name. We'll keep it. She was a sweet white kitty. And um, then I got used to the cats, kind of fell in love with Seymour. He was a really weird cat. He used to bite your chin. Love that cat, though. Big orange tabby cat. Big. like Big like her. So you can imagine when a visitor comes and a big old orange tabby cat, her size, climbs on their chest and grabs a hold of their chin and then <laughs> proceeds to purr how freaked out they get. I mean, that she looks like she could practically eat you. In fact, I think if there were three of her size in this house, we could be eaten. <laughs> but this is so sweet. This Come on. You don't think a domestic pet would turn on you if they were pissed off at all? Okay. But then imagine to yourself... 
a 300 pound version of her. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Like, if three of her could eat one of us, my God, a 300 pound version of her could eat both of us at the same time. Yeah. That's just, I don't like that thought. That's a scary thought. I remember there was another cougar that, because, you know, little mid, living in the middle of the forest clearly attracts wild beasts, um, took down one of my uncle's horses before he could get from his house to the corral with a shotgun. Like, that is not very far. You know how far that yes. is. Well, yeah, and that's because they're cats. They're athletic. and They're strong. They have sharp claws and teeth. She says, the pretty girl says, yes, I am athletic and strong. And my big fat belly is just to pin you down with. <laughs> <laughs> She's cute, though. But you got to watch out for all of that. Because cats, like, they still kind of freaked me out at first when we first got the cats. When we first got Olive. She was so, she was so, how to describe her? Standoffish. She was so, like, such a standoffish kitten, but she was so cute and adorable. <laughs> like, I just wanted to kiss her. She was so cute. But she wouldn't let you. But she wouldn't let you. Then there were times, and this is why I realized Olive really has not ever changed. She's always been this way. Then there were times where that kitten would be like, oh, love me. <laughs> and just love me. Please love me. And then all of a sudden she'd be like, okay, I've had enough. Leave me alone now. And that's how she is to this day. <laughs> to this day she's like that. There's times where she just wants to, you know, have you love her and scratch her neck. And then there's times she's like, leave me alone. I don't oh. want anything to do with you. All cats are like that. To varying degrees. Well, everybody has two sides like that. Humans as well. There's times you don't want to be around other humans. But... And there's times you you do. And what I'm talking about is, in in Olive's case, it's like 90% leave me the hell alone and 10%. And oh, then yeah. she's like, this one's like 20%. Oh, yeah. And 80% leave me the hell alone. And Parker's well, like 50 it depends 50. on what time you get up, okay? If you can wake up like about 5 o'clock in the morning, then you get this one about 40%. Because she comes out, she lays alongside of you, she purrs, she rubs up against you, and she'll stay there for a good hour. But Olive does the same thing to me in the morning. And Olive's never done that with me. You've seen what she does, walking up and down me purring and acting like a total fascist. Yeah, she's never done that with me. Not once. But this one? Every day. She just comes out, just like she's doing for you right now. She just, like, hangs out and is like, oh, yeah, give well, me the love. My bet is the difference between her and Olive is uh, you're her person, and I'm Olive's person. Yeah, that's true. And it's weird, but, like, I was thinking about it, and I realized that, like, as she's gotten more, like, bigger, like, as she grew. Olive. Yeah. No, not Olive. Pretty girl. She didn't grow bigger. any bigger. She just grew wider. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Like she she chubbed up, okay? She got more confidence, and so she doesn't cling to me as much as she used to. And that kind of hurt my feelings at first. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? The cat can't she's kind only of more, like you. Well, she's kind of more standoffish with everybody than she started out being. But when you look at it, she reveals more of herself to me in private 
than she does to other people. So she still has chosen me as her special person. Yes. But but to be honest with you, I like all of the cats for different reasons. Like, I like her because she's sweet, but she's not going to come up here and be, like, in your face. She's going to let you. She's going to let you love her. But she's going to make sure that that distance is comfortable for her, no matter what. Unless she really wants your love, and then she climbs on you and stares at you from above. Right. But most of the time, just what she's doing now, she keeps her distance. It's really sweet. And I like her for that. I like that she has her boundaries and she's willing to let you have her up to those boundaries. That's that's pretty amazing. I think that's great. Humans could learn how to have a good relationship doing that. Right. Seriously. Like, here's my boundaries. I'm willing to love you fully, but within these boundaries. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think she's amazing for that. And then there's Parker. You know, he's just like... Love me all the time. I'm in your and face. And he's kind Love of a conniver. More. Like when he's hungry, he loves you even more. You know, oh, I just love you so much. Come feed me. But I love you so much. Come feed me. Why aren't you feeding me? I yeah. just loved you. Why are you not actively feeding me? Yeah, he's so funny. And then like, all you got to do is twitch your foot in the direction of the bathroom where his food dishes. Zoom. And he's like, Row! and he runs in that direction. And then he comes back out all annoyed because you didn't go. He's <laughs> funny. Like that cat... But he is genuinely loving. He's not faking it. That's really the funny thing. And then and then there's Olive. Like, the other two don't realize that she's the boss. I don't think they totally, She really is the boss. I don't think they totally grasp it. They think they're the boss. But she's, like, got brains and a little bit of conniving trickery on her side. Yeah. Yeah, she's like... She's like Dr. Evil. She's funny... <laughs> She's sweet sometimes and nice, but she's super smart and Dr. diabolical. Dr. Evil is literally never sweet. And she's or super nice. smart and diabolical. She is diabolical. She plans all of the shenanigans. Yes. This one is the muscle. Uh-huh. And Parker is like Pinky of Pinky in the Brain. It's just funny. <laughs> they are like a little gang. And somehow we got here from me asking a question that never truly got answered, which was, why the hell is Yogi's nose black? Pretty Girl has a spotted nose. Pretty Girl has got a beautiful face. <laughs> but then so does Olive. That's a thing. And you know, their faces' shapes are different. I love Olive's, Olive's triangle. Olive's is flatter, and she has a beautiful orange and black triangle on her face that kind of makes her get look like RBF, but at the same time, I just know it's her. I, you know how I know what mood Olive is in? Her eyes. I look at her eyes. Depending yeah. on how wide open her eyes are, if they're more slitted, she's in a different mood. Well, yeah. You're not talking about the pupil. You're talking about the... Her actual openings. Like, when she squints more, yeah. she's kind of feisty. And when it's open a little bit more, she's more like, come and love me. You know, this cat she, is she, actively tickling me yeah. to make me pet her. She'll even jump into the closet on one of the linen shelves so that I'll pet her. Yes. And then if I don't pet her, she'll come down and harass me some way, shape, or form and go back up there again just to get my attention that, oh, maybe he didn't see me jump into the linen closet. Um, and then, and then sometimes though, sometimes she'll be not wanting to be touched and jump into the linen closet to get away from you. And if you make the mistake of not knowing that and you stick she your hand in there, you. you come out with a stump. Yeah, she just rips your hand off. And that's true. It's very funny, but 
if you're paying attention, it's easy to tell the difference. Right. But if you're, if you like, you just kind of out of the corner of your eye catch her jumping up in there and your instinct is, oh, cute. She wants me to pet her and you stick your hand in there. It, it sounds like one of those ghoulish cartoons where they have like the strange creature underneath the, in the basement and there's like wooden doors and they like open it and throw in something in there and here's a steak. And all of a sudden you just hear. It's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And if you leave your hand in there for too long, all the scratches, yeah. all the bites. She's like, just goes to town on your hand. <laughs> and she shows no mercy either. <laughs> no, she bites really hard. But then an hour later, she could still be in the closet. You could stick your hand in there again because, you know, we're all suckers for punishment. And you get all the purrs, and she'll, like, pull your hand in, and she'll, like, lick you, and she just wants you to pet her. So you're saying that Olive is... Bipolar. Bipolar. She's an interesting creature. Maybe not bipolar, but she clearly has mood swings. Severe mood swings. Yeah. See, like, Pretty Girl's interesting, because she will she will kind of stay neurotic most of the day and keep her distance... Then when she's ready, she just comes out and she's like, let's hang out. What's up? Olive is stalking Pretty Girl and Pretty Girl is stalking Olive. Oh, God, there's going to be a tussle in front of my laptop. (laughs) Olive, so confident because she is the queen of the pack. Isn't that what cats have? Packs? Um... Or is it a herd? No. Herds are bigger animals. Den? That's... I don't know. I'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. We can't end it till I find out. She's going to find out for us now. Whether it's pack, den, herd, horse, chingleberry. Who knows Maybe what. it's called a catastrophe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm catastrophic. A group of cats is referred to as a clouder or a glaring. A glaring? <laughs> That fits the olive. It does fit the and the pretty she's, girl. She's queen of the glaring. She's queen of the glaring. That's funny. I like olive, that. queen of the glaring. Queen of the glaring. We need to write a children's story. Olive, queen of the glaring. Mouse in the house. The mouse in the house meets Olive, queen of the glaring. Okay. There's a great potential for a mouse in the house book series. But I almost feel like I have to wait until the actual mouse in the house graduates high school. You'd need, like... Because at that point, she wouldn't care. An awesome illustration of a mouse with, with a lot fabulous of hair. hair. A lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, majestic hair. She doesn't like it when I call her hair majestic. Why not? I don't know. That's interesting how people... Like, not saying it's wrong, but it is interesting how people take certain words, they give it more weight and meaning than you or I would give that word. So it's kind of like... When you hear people go, don't you call me that. And they're serious. Because at first you go, oh, they're joking. Wait a minute. They're not joking. They're serious. I think think she doesn't like it because I've all in the past used majestic to describe all sorts of wild animals. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Right. You've made majestic a bad word. Apparently. In the Alyssa dictionary. She also doesn't like fluffy and that's Mitchell's fault. Yeah, I know. I don't call her that at all. That's because to of her that. face. 
I don't call her that at all anymore at all. Period. She's just so tall. I love it. I think she's taller than Ashley. I don't. Ashley's 5'11". Alyssa's 5'10 and a half. How do we know Ashley's 5'11"? Because she says so? Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I saw them standing next to each other, Alyssa looked like she got her by about that much. But Ashley's taller than I am. And Alyssa isn't. How tall are you? 5'11". Well, then Ashley has to be bigger than 5'11". She must be, but trying she's to say definitely she's a taller six than foot I am. Amazon woman? Is that what you're trying to say about Maybe Ashley? she's got a half inch Poor on Poor Ashley. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. 5'11". I did not say six feet. I just said taller than 5'11". 5'11.99 inches. <laughs> Mixing. How do you like that? I mixed inches and, the, and then the decimals together. <sighs> I don't know. That's That cat thing does. It scares the crap out of me. Like, that makes me not want to leave the building at night. And I know. You want to know why? I know that's not even really reasonable. Those damn things are around all the time. I mean, it's not like they and you've only come never out at night. seen one, right? I've never seen one. Well, they are. I've not never even seen signs. Of, I've seen signs of coyotes, right? But I've never seen signs of a big old cat like that. Okay, so here's the thing. So why do I have this unreasonable fear that if I go out at night, it's going to try to eat you, me, and the dog all at one time? You know what? If we see a big old cat, I got you. What you going to do? Well, I know all the tricks. What are you going to do? Piss on the ground? That's not how you get rid of big cats. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I'm giving you like stupid comments and you're not picking up on it and giving me the answer. With bears, you play dead because they have really, really poor vision and they can't see you. And they can't see you or they can't... Why can't they smell you? Well, they probably can, but you're in the city, so they'd smell other things and see okay. them moving first. Not with grizzly bears, though. I can buy that. That is not the trick with grizzly bears. You also can't outrun them. So basically, if you encounter a grizzly bear, you're royally fucked. Sorry, people. That's just the truth. Big cats? So how have people survived grizzly bear attacks? Very carefully, with big guns. Grizzly bears basically just fuck you up. You have a very low chance of survival. (laughs) Hmm. Um, I have a cool story to tell you later. Um... Big cats, you, you're supposed to act bigger and louder than they are. So you basically wave your arms and act like a giant savage. Makes sense. And pick up the yog dog because he doesn't get much bigger. Yeah. So you pick up the yog dog and wave one arm. Let the dog bark because he's big and loud. And then you scream and the cat will run away. Hmm. I don't think that would work with a coyote, though. I don't think so. I don't know how you get rid of coyotes. And then I know that if it's wolves, you have to be really careful because they're they're smarter than we are. And they're pack animals. So you see one wolf and there's three more behind you. Yeah. Also royally fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four on one and you're done and you're done, basically. Mm-hmm. Excuse the rhyme. Yep. It's a crime. Oh my god. Didn't even cost you a dime. Well, he's deteriorated into madness. <laughs> I love the madness, though. And you know I love the madness because I'm a mad person. I am the mad web scientist. I think we're going to have to say goodnight, boom, everyone. Boom, boom. 101st episode, people. Not Dalmatians. 
episodes. But hey, we would mind to have more Dalmatians. Maybe we'll have to watch that this coming weekend. P.S. Our prize winner was pretty excited with their prize. Yes. He did backflips and gave Yogi a kiss on the cheek. That's right. The CEO, Yogist McDogist, has met with the winner. Though we'd like to tell you about his grand prize. So we told you about the gift card last night. But he also has won a one-on-one date with the Yog Dog at the dog park. This is correct. So that's pretty A+. That's right. So, that's about all I got. I already I'm said I'm burnt out everyone. on the black nose. I am blur- burnt out. Excuse me, I almost said a bad word. I'm burnt out on the fur and why it's different colors and it changes. And I'm especially burnt out on the fact that this really was sunburn because it's slowly coming back to the other color. Like, that's weird crap to me and I will never understand it. It's the same thing with people who have natural hair, though. Mine doesn't do it anymore because it's been dyed so many times. People with natural hair get highlights in the summer. I suppose the rest of my gorilla fur changes color in places, too, so there's that. (laughs) You really are a gorilla. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's exhausted all the topics. So, good night, everyone. I could come up with five more, but hasta la bye-bye sounds better. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.